entertaining. I've never heard anything quite like it. Really? Engaging. That's pretty cool. Encouraging. Surely I say unto you dudes, I do not wish to fight. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Pursuing the truth and helping you live out a life in Christ. It's Lee Michaels Live. He's a righteous dude. On AM 980, The Mission. I just want to keep playing that song. John, I love that song. I feel good. I feel. Why do I feel so good? Because I am surrounded with testosterone. Amen? It is. You can't get any better than this. I am not Lee Michaels, if you didn't pick up on that by now. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Suge Burry. I am the host of a one-of-a-kind, tell-it-like-it-is, women's hot topic. It's called Him For Her, H-I-M, number four, her radio, women's hot topics. And no, I'm not Lee. Lee, where are you? Because it's a gorgeous day today. I hope you're enjoying life, but I hear you're on a mission. What is he doing, John? He is on assignment. He's uh, he's he's out there hitting the streets, getting the stories for us. Should it's, that's it's, about all the details I can go yeah, into. Yeah, it's called vacay, <laughs> vacay. I wonder if that's true. Uh, well, I I didn't say that, but maybe maybe no. maybe his uh, his his trip involves some of that too. You know, the last time I was here, it was for his birthday, and he said he was on uh, also assignment then too. So that's code <laughs> word for I'm off. And Shug, good luck. Yeah. And you know, Lee, thank you for inviting me and allowing me to do this. I really hope that you still have a show when we're done uh we tell it like it is and you know our tagline always is for him for her radio is in an upside down world where right is wrong and wrong is right this is a place where your voice can be heard and this is why i feel so good why do i feel so good because we've been doing this radio show and women across the nation yes we're now national find it hard to believe but god has a sense of humor uh, we are national in select cities with him for her radio. Uh, we also do women's events, speaking. We go around to churches and we talk about the power of what God is doing in the lives of women. God is freeing women inside of prison and also out of prison. Uh, why do I say prison? Because I am also a prison evangelist. That's the third area that our ministry works in. I go into prisons around the world and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, you guys, there's nothing better than this. Women crossing over from death to life. Women who didn't know Christ, or maybe they were so drug-induced they didn't even know what God was doing, and they show up at prison. Their life is saved because they would be dead if they didn't go into prison, and God does the rest of the work. I just can't wait to share a little bit about that with you. But then, um, after that, we also are now starting to dive into housing. So the five initiatives of Him for Her Ministry is radio. That's the first thing. Him for Her Radio, which we're doing right now, people. The second thing is uh, Him for Her Speaking, engagements around the United States. I'll come. You guys, just call. I mean, find us on the web, himforherministries.org, H-I-M, number four, her ministries.org and we'll show up i mean whether you like it or not probably you know we'll just be there and we'll start to share about everything that god is doing the next area that we do prison ministry and the area after that we do prison mentoring we are working closely with the department of corrections going into prison with mentors six months to a year before release working with these women getting to know them finding out what their needs are because you know what they're now clean sober and thinking straight and nobody needs to be judged twice for their crime. And that's what our society is doing. When they leave prison, they're being judged again 
um, as they come out to our communities because we're not hiring them, we're not giving them second chances, and that leads to the last initiative, which is housing. Hey, guys, I got to speak to you with the deep pockets out there. There's a lot of people who have called us now and have said, we've got a house, we'd like to use it for the Lord, and we'd like to use it for women leaving prison to have a soft place to land so that they can live there, they can rise up and be victorious in Christ, because housing is probably one of the biggest issues for women leaving prison. You know, I talked to one gal. She said she's got two choices. She can either go back to prison uh, because she doesn't have a place to live, she's homeless, or she can live with the drug dealer who raped her. So let's work together as the body of Christ and give these women a new victorious life. Amen? Amen. And I am with my co-guest also, I love so much, Linda Burns. Thank you so much for being here with me. Hey, Shug. Thanks for inviting me. What do we got going today? Uh, We got a men's panel. Second time. We've done this once before, and we have three men with us that are going to answer some direct questions from you and I. You know, it wasn't live before. I know it wasn't. You They're know, a little nervous, but I'm really excited. I don't actually. I didn't think they looked nervous at all. I just posted on Facebook. Would you guys go on there? Shugbury, S H U G B U R Y. Look at the picture I, I I put on there. Tony and and Marty. I mean, they're looking like cool dudes. Not only that, George, Doctor George Kramer is here with us as well. And these are honestly. I love my husband, by the way, let me just say. But these are hot guys that are in the hot studio for women's hot topics. Amen? Yes, amen. No comment. No comment. Yeah, yeah. Dan, Dan the man is out there. Hi, Thank honey. you, Dan Burns, for allowing Linda to come and join me on the air. We're just going to have so much fun. So, Linda, tell me a little bit, you know, before we get into what we're going to do the next two hours, which, yeah. honestly... Mm. Women can solve all the problems of the world in two hours. So I hope that we're able to accomplish that with the guys here. Yeah. I hope they're not an anchor around our waist as we're trying to solve the problems of the world. I don't think they are. I think that uh, I think they're going to lift us up. I, I think it, we're going to be elevated I love to that a new attitude. level. I love yeah. it. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, yeah, it is. So as we, you're also on my board of directors for Him for Her Ministries. Can you yeah. tell us what you enjoy about the ministry? Mm, I love. Um, just watching how excited, first of all, how excited you are about what you're doing. I don't go into the prison with you. Um, you originally, when I came on board, um, it wasn't allowed to, you couldn't go in the prison and work with the women and mentor and be a part of it when you come out. So um, I, I just love um, how much God has worked in this ministry. It's been like amazing. I just came on board maybe three years ago. And and it was just you going to Africa. It was amazing. It's amazing. The ministry's been around a lot longer than that. I've also yeah. been serving in prison for over 16 yeah. years. But God made it really clear, we need to rock it for women only, right. leaving prison and helping women all over the place, not just in prison. Hey, right. if you're in your car, you could be in a prison in your own self, too. If you're Absolutely. at home doing the laundry and you're folding clothes, you know, you could be living in a prison right now, too. So. There's just a whole bunch of areas that we're setting women free inside Mm -hmm. and out of prison. Yeah, it's amazing. God has been so faithful in this ministry. Mm -hmm. And the people that have stepped up um, to be involved are uh, such quality human beings. And no no one gets paid anything. They give so much from their heart, the time, the money. It's just been amazing What do you mean? You don't get paid? I don't get paid. I no. don't get paid either. Yeah, I I'm know. Gonna be getting my jewel in, <laughs> in my crown in heaven. Amen. So, Amen. listeners, if you decide to support our ministry, um, you know, go to himforherministries.org. 
hundred percent, one zero zero, one hundred percent goes toward the cause right. of Christ in this ministry yeah. through all five of our initiatives of radio, of speaking, of prison ministry, of mentoring and housing. Wow. I mean, you know, I heard my pastor say the other weekend, Pastor Joel Johnson, why would you jump into something where God's not working? You get in where God is already working. And this is Amen. where God is working today. Yeah. Amen. And, you know, this, it's it's an epidemic. It's generational. I mean, you know, women need to be heard. And, you know, the opening line of our Him for Her Ministries radio is uh, by Sarah Borelli, the song that says, let your words fall out. And women really are to be rising up in Jesus Christ right. and sharing their views. And this is why we came up with Hot Topics. Right. What, what kind of stuff do we talk about, Linda? Oh, my gosh. We have talked about... Um, well, we we did a two part segment on gossip. Mm, that was a fun. Um, Actually, that I, was we tried not to gossip during the gossip show. I know it. It's like <laughs> you know that just happens. Um, we did one on. You did one actually on can submission be sexy? It was so romantic. That was a two part. Repeat which, that word. What is it called? Can women? Can women? Can can submission be sexy? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen up, men. And it was women. really good, and I thought it was. My husband and I listened it listened to it together one Saturday. We were um, making kebabs, like 25 kebabs, and I put it on. And it was really, really good. You know, I don't want to know what happened after the kebab making. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Submission. If you only knew what it really meant. Um, Let's see. What else did we talk about? You know, how to keep your marriage hot. We've talked about that. That's another one. You know, we brought in counselors. Now, you guys, if it's out of my wheelhouse, I bring in professionals. And we brought in a professional on the warning signs of of suicide. Right. I was just going to say that was another one that I actually referred somebody to Mm. that had a friend Mm -hmm. that um, was part of a family where there was a suicide and it was helpful for her to listen. Yeah. And we've also done the warning signs of adultery. Yes. And it wasn't what I expected. You know, uh, of course, we did How to Keep Your Marriage Hot right after that showing. (laughs) (laughs) It went hand in hand. Yeah, they kind of did. They kind of did. But it was kind of fun over uh, Valentine's Day. You guys, you can go to iTunes. Go to iTunes. Look up Shugbury or or Women's Hot Topics or Him for Her, H-I-M, number for her. And all these things are going to come on. Uh, or go to our website. You can you can see all of the listings of the shows that we've done at himforherministries.org. Check it out. Donate. Hey, you know what? God, if he has blessed you, he is expecting you to be a blessing to other people. You know, it's a pay it forward kind of thing. So um, if you want to help serve, but you don't want to go into prison, which I don't blame you, or you don't want to go to these different remote parks of, of the darkest corners of the world, then would you please partner with us financially? We need your help. We mm-hmm. cannot do this. If I don't have money, it ain't going to happen, people. So we really need to allow God to use us in this way. And Linda, you brought up a great point. You said that we have people of, my word would be excellence on this yes. team. We have, um, we've got lawyers. We have therapists. I mean, this is the mentorship team. We've got corporate professionals. You know, if you own a corporation, I'm going to ask that you come alongside us. Would you guys partner with us? Uh, hey, we'll give you all the advertising you need if you want a corporate sponsor with right. us in right. Jesus Christ for watching miracles happen day to day. Plus, I think if people want to hire, um, you know, women that are have been in prison but are now out, um, they can do that. Yes, absolutely. You know? And we're mentoring them up to two years post-release. Yes. So it's not like we're just throwing them out there in the wilderness and hoping they survive. Yeah. I'm, d- I'm just shocked at how long 
people that have stepped up to mentor mm-hmm. and be a part of this program, how much training they're yes. getting. Ton of training. You it's, can't just throw them out there. No. Oh. Ton of training. And not only that, so you know, it, it, it's so cool to see not only the training, but it's not, people have asked me, Suge, what can I bring to the table? You know, what type of a role can I have in your mentoring program? No, I want to know what's your background and what's your history, what's your past, and what can you bring to the table to help right. these women? So it's not like we're reinventing the wheel. We're finding out where and how did God wire you? We've got men and women on this team. Yes. And uh, yes. it's just so exciting because once they get released, now we have a whole village that is ready to rise right. you know, and help them in transportation and housing and uh, clothing and food and job interviews and corporate. You know, I it just it goes on and on. I can't believe that. An inmate can have just one mentor. I mean, you know, we need to all rally together. Amen? Amen. Okay, so this is where it really counts. Are you listening out there? If we walk alongside people who need help coming out of prison, it will affect generations. I'm not talking about just one. Okay, I helped that gal. No, we're talking about generations to come because most of these women have children and they've either lost their kids or they're going to get custody back again. This is a generational impact. We really need to make an impact today together in helping these women uh, come to Christ and start a new life. What's the recidivism rate when women are mentored? I can't remember what the percentage is. That's a great question. So what happens is that if we come alongside women um, who are leaving prison, up to 75%, well, actually 75% will reoffend within three years. They've reduced it. So of all the people you see yeah. in prison, which there's about 700 in our local prison here, um, of all that's of them, women. that's just women, that's just yeah, women. rounding it up, of all the women that you see, um, you will find that 75% will reoffend in three years. However, good news. Oh, hang on. I'm doing my happy dance. Yeah. Happy dance. Yeah. <laughs> have a good voice. If, should I go into singing instead yeah. of radio? <laughs> no, but I just sing in the shower. Yes. If we mentor them, that rate goes from 75% down to 8%. 8% Amazing. if we mentor people leaving prison. Um, and then get this, $40,000, your dollars, open your wallet, give it to the government, Forty grand a year per inmate per year. Wow. And we have over 2.2 million incarcerated in the U.S. today. So, well, we're on a mission. You know, if you don't even want to just change your tax bracket, at least, you know, jump in and join us on that uh, front. Mm -hmm. And we're always, I just feel like we're, uh, honestly, Linda, do you feel this way? I feel like we're on the forefront of watching God do his greatest revival work. Yeah, I do. I I think that um, it's been continuous since I got involved three years ago that God has just put things out there that are impossible for us as a ministry to do, mm-hmm. and we've had to pray and stay in faith and watch God work, mm-hmm. and he has. He has. It's been amazing. He has. Yeah. It's just amazing. So uh, what do we got going today? I mean, I could talk on and on about this. We got four great guys here with us today. We're going to introduce them, and then after that, we're going to start to stump these guys from questions from women. Stay with us. My name is Sugbury. I'm filling in for the Lee Michaels Show, Women's Hot Topics.
Sister Sugar, you've been gone too long. Oh, I've been saving that one for a while, Sugar. Oh I've been gosh. saving that just for you. I'll pay you later, baby. <laughs> Please oh do. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Sister Sugar, you've been gone too long. You know, I got the weirdest name. My name is Sug, S-H-U-G. And no, I'm not Lee Michaels. If you're just tuning in, he graciously emailed me, and I'm sure his fingers were trembling when he said, can you sub for me today? And I'm just honored. I'm honored because he's on top secret FBI assignment somewhere. Don't know for sure what he's doing, but I hope it's enjoying it outside on a nice day that we have today. Uh, we, uh, I represent Him for Her Ministries. We have Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topic. It airs on Saturdays. Ladies, Saturdays at 11 o'clock. What are you doing around 11 o'clock on a Saturday? I'm just so excited that God has allowed us to do this ministry. If you don't hear our radio show, Women's Hot Topics, on Saturday, you can go to iTunes in a heartbeat and look at all of them. Put my name in, Shugbury, S-H-U-G-B-U-R-Y, or Women's Hot Topics, or Him for Her, H-I-M number four, her radio and it will come up we have had some amazing shows that we've done but today is probably the one i'm the most excited about why i've got miss linda burns with me today thank you linda for joining me you're welcome thanks for inviting me and we have got three really you know i tell you they're good looking on the eyes guys that are sitting with us here today go to my facebook page you'll be able to see what they look like and we four of them and you know it's just amazing how i can do an introduction about them but nobody can introduce themselves better than themselves so linda i'm putting them on the spot Mm, for a minute good idea it's all about the guys yes so uh, let me ask all four of you john you're included don't be getting out of this all right he's starting to leave the studio (laughs) Um, and we have a men's panel today and this men's panel is going to answer some women's mm. questions. Women talk to me. They're like, sugar, I got questions on these topics. And so we're going to pump mm. their brains today. And these guys are men of excellence. So the first one I want to introduce you to is Tony Parr. Tony, welcome. Thank you. It's awesome to be here, sugar. Your energy is just contagious. And I keep looking for note cards and you're going off the cuff. You're amazing. It's yeah, fun I, have to be them, here. I have them written on my hand like in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony, thank you so much for being here. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Oh, it's my pleasure. My name is Tony Parr. I was born in New York 53 years ago. Uh, I live in the western suburbs with my wife, Christine. I am of a Cuban father and a Swedish mother. I grew up in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico and Mexico City. I've been here since 1976. I graduated from Orno High School and Boston University. I'm a wealth management specialist. I've got a team of what does eight that person people. do? What is a wealth we help specialist? families and institutions make good decisions about their money, and it's not all about planning and investing. It's about having a platform to serve. Hmm. I love that. That's from the oh. Christian perspective. What is the name of the organization? It's the Par McKnight Wealth Management Group. How do you spell Par? P as in Peter, A-R-R. My partner is McKnight. McKnight Mm -hmm. Management Group. Our people, are you writing it down? Par McKnight Management Group. And you are a newlywed, if I remember correctly. I am. I'm married for a second time to Christine, my soulmate. Did you marry her twice? (laughs) (laughs) I like to say version 2.0 has all the bugs worked out, but no, we're just loving life every day. I, I can't believe that I get to wake up next to her. I pause at the top of the driveway and say, I get to go home to this lovely lady. She's kind and she's humble and she's gracious and she loves me. What for drug all my did she give you this morning? Yeah. I tell you, I, I think all men in the world. Marty, what do you think about that comment? He's setting a really high bar, isn't he? It's kind of like, oh, wife and this, and I am so blessed. And like, 
We love our wives. That's true. Yeah, Marty Nyman is joining us here. Marty, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm not from Puerto Rico, and uh, (laughs) I I don't have a Cuban descent, so that makes it a little bit different. Uh, Marty Nyman, I uh, live here in the Twin Cities. I've been here for 22 years, married to uh, Carolyn. We just celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. That morning we woke up and said, could we possibly be married? You know, that's impossible because I know your wife, and she looks way too hot for 30 years of marriage. Yeah, we like married when we were 14, so... (laughs) (laughs) They allowed that in those days. I I grew up back east in Massachusetts, um, so I'm a diehard Boston Red Sox fan and hopefully go Bruins on Wednesday night for those of you who are Bruins fans. Um, I've been blessed to have done a lot of different things in my career thus far. I've worked in five different industries for companies like GE and Best Buy and United Healthcare. I'm currently the Vice President and Chief Growth Officer for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Minnesota and uh, right down the road here in Egan. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. And, you know, just as a sidebar, he comes into prison with me and he subs when I can't be there. So thank you so much. Marty, the women love you. You just rock it when you start to preach the gospel. I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you for that. We've got Dr. George Kramer with us here today. George, thank you for joining us in your busy schedule. I know that you had to make some adjustments. So to the clients out there, so sorry, but this was a priority and I had to twist his arm. Thanks for joining us. Glad to be here. Thanks for asking me. Tell me a little bit about your practice. I'm an MD that specializes in physical medicine and rehabilitation, but my niche is uh, natural regenerative medicine called prolotherapy and prolozone to regenerate joints, back, necks without surgery. Can I bathe in that? (laughs) Some people want to. Some people want to because they do. They see, now you fix this. Now I got this. That seems pretty cutting edge. Yeah. Well, I've been doing it a long time. It's it's uh, not well known, but I've been doing it 27 years, the ozone therapy for 10, and people do come from all over the country because not there that many people do what I do. To, so to instead rebuild, of surgery. Yeah, rebuild your joints instead of replace them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, heal your back instead of put cortisone in it. Yeah, I like love that. that. I've got one of those back issues. How can somebody get a hold of you, George, if they want to find out more about this? Uh, easiest way is georgekramermd.com is How my website. How do you spell Kramer? K-R-A-M-E-R. You used to get that wrong I know. I still do it once okay. in a while. Yeah, George Kramer, K-R-A-M-E-R-M-D.com, or uh, phone number is 952-767-4800 is my clinic. Say that again. 952-767-4800. It's in Minnetonka, and um, I'd be, I see a lot of people with a lot of aches and pains, uh, aches and pains and strains and sprains. Yeah. You know, I have a feeling you're going to leave here with a couple aches and pains after Linda and I are done with you guys. <laughs> Maybe, and the so. Maybe so. And the questions that we're going to share. So um, I'm going to bait the audience because I love to do this. And we've got one minute before we're going to go to break. What are we going to talk about about these guys? I mean, you heard how fabulous they are. There's still John in the back. John, who are you? <laughs> I know I'm not getting out of here uh, without uh, <laughs> no, being put on the spot. No, what, who, who am I? Yes, who are you? Why are you on the show? Well, I'm on the show to provide yet another, maybe maybe uh, a millennial perspective. That's usually when I get roped in for a millennial perspective. Today, it's a male millennial perspective. He's the guy about town. <laughs> That's right. The guy about town. Thank you That's so right. much. So I'm going to ask you guys a question. And listeners, I want you to hang on. If you're pulling in your driveway, you're just going to want to let your car keep running because we got a hot show. I'm going to ask these guys next. This is from women. This is from Heather Little. She asks... Why do men try to fix things when all we want them to do is listen? We're going to break.
John, I want to go. Can I just bribe you and I, get the tickets for that? I, I was going to tell the listeners, <laughs> ladies, sign up because Sugar's going to sign up as soon as she gets off I'm air hand, for I'm that trip, hand, right? I'm going to put it on post-it notes and just <laughs> and stick I'm it going to with face. her. Exactly. Exactly. You can sign up daily for that, too, right right, right up to the end of the month. It's yeah, a pretty cool deal. Ladies, better get on it, you know, because that sounds awesome. You know, I love Lauren Daigle because she goes into prisons and preaches and sings, and she's amazing. Wonderful. Amazing. So, you guys, I'll pass and allow you to have a chance to do this. But so pumped, super pumped that. Uh, this is an offering. My name is Suge Burry, and I am the host of the best women's show ever. It's on Saturdays. It's called Him For Her, H-I-M, number for her, Women's Hot Topics. And we cover topics that, I mean, there's not a topic that we're not going to cover. As a matter of fact, coming up in the fall, we're going to be interviewing the largest cannabis farm in the world. And they're Christians. I know I've got your, all the guys, they're like, what? <laughs> Christians? They talk about, they're talking about marijuana. How can that be? But we're going to talk about what it was back in my day, what it is and where is it going. And you know what? We need to be on the cutting edge as well as Christians to find out through the lens of Jesus Christ, what does this all look like? So stay tuned, podcast it, be uh, subscribed to our podcast, which is on iTunes, Him for Her Radio, and I look forward to having you guys come and listen to everything that God is doing. But right now, we're turning our attention right here. Lee Michaels, thank you so much for allowing me to come in, because I brought in a whole room full of men. And we have not only the famous... Tony Parr, we have Marty Nyman, we have Dr. George Kramer, and we got John Berg in the house. <laughs> we yes. also have my co-host, Linda Morgan. <laughs> Linda Morgan. Morgan. I know Linda, Linda Morgan. Yeah, Linda I love Burns. Morgan. <laughs> that would be Morgan. <laughs> Morgan the, the Wood. Mix, Morgan Wood and Linda Burns. I love that. No, I, I know Linda and I love her dearly. We have a question from uh, Heather Little, and here's the question. For you guys, Tony, I'm going to ask you this first. I want you to be ready. Why do men try to fix things when all I want them to do is listen? Shug, that's a great question. It's one that I've struggled with and continue to struggle with. And I recall a video that I saw online about a boyfriend and a girlfriend sitting on a couch, and she's complaining about her headache and her head hurts and he looks at her and there's a nail sticking out of her forehead i don't know if you've seen that video right and he's like gesturing at the nail just pull the nail out and you'll be okay but she just wanted him to listen so you know i think men oftentimes me included are ignorantly well intentioned and i think one of the keys is just to listen and i often ask a question honey would you like me to help you fix this? Yeah. Or do you just want me to listen? And then don't be afraid of a pause. Ask more questions. And always remember James one nineteen that, that says, be quick to listen, slow to anger, and slow to speak. You know, she didn't really have a nail in her head. You know, what do I have to say about that, John? <laughs> no nail in the head, but that was hilarious. I did love it. I did love it. You know, that's a, just such a good point because I love my honey. His name is Blair. We've been together over 40 years. You are a patient guy. And, you know, it never feels that you start to share something with them and they want to fix it. Why are guys wired that me? You Wait. know, I don't know if anybody can remember. Uh, remember uh, Tool Time with uh, oh, Tim sure. the Tool yeah. Man uh, Taylor? Yeah, my yes, husband's yes. favorite show. Right. You know, and it's 
every guy that I know just resonated with that theme because, you know, it was like all about tools and, and I won't do this as well as he did, but he goes, <laughs> and the, the grunts that they would use to, uh, <laughs> how, to make how, their points. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I think it was speaking to a, an, an undeniable truth that guys by nature just like to fix stuff. I mean, look at our garages and our toolboxes and our, our habits. We just are wired to do that. You might even say that it kind of validates us. You know, it, it gives us meaning that the fact that we can actually fix whatever's broken in the house. We feel better when, you know, our wives say, um, the garbage disposal's not working or that light switch isn't working and we go fix it. And yay, we've been validated. But what Tony said is kind of kind of the same experience that I had. And I am still continuing to have to focus on this Catching myself when I'm listening to my wife talk about an issue at work or an issue going on in, in, with her friend, to just be there long enough to listen. And, and it's kind of magical if you really think about it because all you do is just sit there and, and you watch their demeanor just kind of gets better when mm. we don't try to dive in and solve it for them. Do you find in your head you're saying, sit still, don't answer? It's like, yeah, she, she ought to have, like, you know, ought to be like a little leash that you can just tug on the back of our, you know, the back of our neck to say, don't say anything. Right. Don't jump in. People would call that a ball and chain in a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. You're right, Chuck. That's exactly what the temptation is. You just got to just listen. Yeah. Just listen. Now, George, I don't know why. I don't see you being that kind of guy. Well, I've done a lot of work at listening over the years. But we're trained, our guys, it isn't just that we're wired that way. We're trained that way. Whether Whatever work we're doing, we're hired to fix things, whether it's oh. financial, whether it's engineering, whether I'm a doctor, I spent eight years, nine years trying to fix, learning how to fix people. So that's what I do. It's, you know, we're, we're trained not only wired, yeah. Fix things. But you seem like such a good listener. Whenever you and I uh, get an opportunity to chat, you know, I'm just watching you, especially with your wife, Reagan Kramer. Shout out to her um, that you just are so patient. Well, I, I was going to get into this a little later when we're okay, talking well, about let's, emotions. Let's get on to it a little <laughs> later yeah. then. But, yeah, but okay. it, I, it's a lot of training, counseling, groups, uh, leading groups, participating yeah. in groups. You know, so would you say, George, that you're you're by nature not a good listener? That you've had to be trained? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. had to. It had to be an, an effort. Yeah, and I still do that. I still have to catch myself, like Marty and Tony said, as I'm listening to Reagan. I, mm -hmm. You know, because uh, I, I will hear. You know, I just wanted you to listen. Yes. Is she saying that, or it's yes, in your head? She's mm -hmm. a, no, she's saying that too. Yeah, yeah, I'll say it. I'll yeah. look at my lover and say, "Hey, honey, just listen. Don't fix it. I just need to vent for a minute." And yeah. then I do ask him after, now what do you think? <laughs> uh, you know, it's really funny. As Marty was talking, he, he's, he told us earlier he's been married 30 years. My husband and I have been married 40 years. Wow. That's impossible. You look I like know. you're 12. I What's know. up with that? Hey, well, like Marty, you know, you could get married when you were 12 back then. <laughs> um, but he one night we were going for a walk, and um, I've been noticing he's been trying to listen more. And we went for a walk, must walk for 45 minutes. And we got back to the house and he goes, do you realize you talked that whole time? <laughs> and I was like, I did? Really? And you listened. <laughs> I said, you know, I noticed you've been trying to listen. And I think it's been really hard. 
Like, he, he's had to be intentional. Way to go, Dan. Yeah. After 40 years. Dan so, the man. Hold on, women. Wow. So there's hope. Yeah, there's, there's hope. Yeah. You just got to so, hang in there. I, you know, I got a question for you guys. What would you recommend, what advice would you give men on how to <clears throat> tackle this problem of them wanting to just get to, I think sometimes they just want to get to the answer so they can get to the game. I'm, I'm not sure. But, you know, yeah. why, don't, why don't you go ahead and share? I would. I would advise men, try to exercise, start with the three-second three rule. And that is, as soon as your wife is done talking about a subject that you may sense that she's thinking you have to fix it, pause and count. If, if you have to go, go to five. But just let some air into the conversation. And if she keeps talking and doesn't turn around to ask you, what do you think? Or, you know, what should I do? You're probably on the right path to just being there as a good listener. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I tell you, ladies. That's a good one. I like mm-hmm. that. Great advice, Marty. Awesome. I was with my stepdaughter yesterday, and she had uh, she was all worked up because somebody was late to pick her up, and she was going to send a nasty text. And this is a wonderful friend of hers that does a lot for her. And she, she's telling me about this, and I was just listening. And then I said, I'm sorry that you're frustrated. You acknowledged and then, uh, it. And then there was silence. And then she says, well, you have something to say, don't you? So she invited me <laughs> to let her know how uh, she yes, should I be do. reacting to the kindness of this friend. And she was just a little late. But that, that mm. silence, that pause, and a little look, and then she invited me to offer my thoughts. Okay, so, Linda, like don't Marty, you think these and, guys have had to practice this? Yes. I just don't think this is yes. a natural response. It's I a know. work in progress. Just remember that. Let's be honest with each other. Amen. It's, it's you a know, work in John, progress. I'm coming back to you okay. back there. I know it's coming, Shug. But That's right, right now, I am not Lee Michaels. I'm Shugbury. This is him for her radio women's hot topic. We've got a panel of men, and we're going to be right back with another hot topic. Uh, we got some manly man here with us today. I'm so excited. I've got my co-host with me, Linda Burns. We have Tony Parr, Marty, Marty Nyman, and Dr. George Kramer, and the famous John Berg in the back. John, we're going to ask you this question eventually, so okay. listen up. Okay. Okay, yeah. Linda has got a question for you. This, is, My name is Shugbury, him for her radio, Women's Hot Topics. We are talking to these guys about hot topics, and Linda's got one on the tip of her tongue. Yeah, we have... Uh, we have a lot of hot topics here. Um, so I took a survey of the Twin Cities metro area, <laughs> and the women want to know, and they believe that men have difficulty communicating their emotions. So I want to know, do you guys think that's true? And if it is true, and, and, and backing up a little bit, both positive and negative emotions. So anger, joy, yeah, Marty, you're yeah, shaking yeah, your head. I'm just breaking yeah. on. <laughs> Where do I begin? Um, yeah, men don't have any issue conveying emotions. It's just that a lot of times they're the wrong ones. Oh, um, <laughs> you know, a lot of times uh, <laughs> by who? Well, and I'm going to try to couch everything. I'm trying to stay on, silent. Try to <laughs> shug. Put it in the library of good intentions. You know, oh. a lot of times I think there are things underneath the surface of of what what we go through in relationships that. Um, either uh, something like pride gets in the way oh, or, yeah. you know, sometimes it's really hard to admit the fact that we're feeling particularly vulnerable about something. It may be a failure, maybe a personal failure. 
And as a result, that sometimes manifests itself in not the best of emotions. Right. Um, you know, we classically or stereotypically, we're, we're raised in a society in which it may not be the most um, appropriate thing for a man to show um, deep-seated emotions, to mm. cry. Um, I was just at a wedding of, of a nephew this weekend, and it was the most beautiful thing. I got to tell you, he's at the altar area, and the bride is coming down the aisle. And he starts bawling. Oh. And it was, it was, was so, he, was he I, I almost started crying. And I never cried. No, Marty, was he bombed or was he happy? You got to clarify. Was, just, was he bombed? Bummed. Bummed. Oh. <laughs> not bombed. I want to make sure I'm hearing this right. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he was happy. Oh, he, was just, he was just taken yeah. by, by what it was. So the oh. thing, what I so appreciated about that, and I, and I kind of spoke to my wife a little bit about it afterwards. I said that was, that moved me to see a man expressing such a profound emotion and yeah. such an emotional time. So, you know, the, the question of, yeah, we have emotions. I think part of it is tied to our upbringing. But mm -hmm. we're our models. Mm -hmm. You know, did we see or did we experience a father figure in our lives mm -hmm. who showed emotion? Mm -hmm. Was it uh, tenderness? Was it compassion? Was it um, sensitivity? Or mm -hmm. was it more of the macho you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the strong character in the family, because mm -hmm. remember we do tend to live in the shadow of that models, those models within which we were raised. Right. So I think it is part of who we are. It's part of our upbringing. It's part of how we cope with things. But it's also it can be a part of the nurturing side of a relationship, mm. and that is we have to be brought into those things. Now, when I it was a joke when I um, was younger that I don't how how's George feel? I don't know. Wait a couple of days; they'll probably figure it out. <laughs> but I took a lot. It, it took a lot of counseling and reading and group working in groups, and um, so now I'm pretty good at it. In fact, when I met my wife, I uh, my current wife Reagan, I have three older boys, and I'd have a poster on the side of the refrigerator with how are you feeling today and there's pictures of a sad person a happy person I'm feeling happy I'm feeling angry I'm feeling confused so they're all feeling words that when I introduced that idea to Reagan when we first got married she got frustrated because I'd ask her how she is and she'd say fine and I'd say fine is not a feeling word give me a feeling you know so so she is frustrated now we're better at it who huh. are so you? So you I taught mean, her how so to express her emotion. Her how to express her feelings yeah. more. So, and, and the boys, they used to make fun of me. Dad, what do you mean? This is, but now wow. they've been in men's groups yeah. and in men's retreats. Yeah. You know, it really helped. It really helped. So they thanked me for it now, even though they made fun of me. Okay, right. well, what were you feeling? Look at this picture. Which one are you feeling like? Now so you've that's got a, tool. a young boy named Henry. How Henry. old is Henry? Henry's six. He'll and, be almost seven. And are you teaching him this too? Yeah, well, we're 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 working on that too, and he's particularly good at it. How do you teach him? Do you teach him like by affirming the emotion, or how do you teach a six-year-old about emotion? Well, like communicating. You can it. use the little picture. You know, mm -hmm. it's a refrigerator yeah. oh, magnet, yeah. Yeah. and how are you feeling? And, and but he, he's he's very verbal, so he's pretty good at identifying right. his feelings. Huh. Yeah, and hey, I'll give him I'll give him a feeling. Do you feel this way? Do you feel sad? Do you feel happy do you feel confused and then he'll pick one and then it's a little easier for him to get it that way sure that's awesome john you're on the spot now <laughs> yes can we reset yes. with the original question yes. so i think i have it but i want to be 100 percent well, sure why don't you repeat it to me uh well you did a survey and yeah. women feel that men uh 
struggle with showing emotion. Correct. Is that true? From our perspective, is it true that we struggle to show both positive and negative emotions? Right. That... And not just show, but communicate Communicate, them. yes. Yeah, that's um, the question. I would have to say, yeah, from my perspective, yeah, there's, yeah. Uh, I do. Uh, you know, I don't <laughs> yes, have trouble. I do. <laughs> if I feel good about something, you'll know I'm happy and you'll know uh, I'm happy about something or I'm pleased yeah. with someone. And I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm always the first there to say thank you and, you know, uh, give positive encouragement. But I right. guess when I feel like, you know, negative, if there's negative things impacting my life, personal life, uh, I find it more difficult to share those with people. Quite frankly, my default setting is just, it's not their problem to deal with. That's mine to deal with. Yeah. And I don't want to burden other people with that. I get that. And maybe that's a misguided uh, a way to look at it, but I guess that's that's sort of no. how I feel about it. Well, and that might be um, not just male-female, but just personality. Possibly. Because you know? I'm kind of like that, too. But, but um, what about, like, if... Do you have more trouble, would you say, sharing with women versus men? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It just yeah. doesn't come naturally to me. It's, yeah. It just doesn't know. It's not a position I'm comfortable yeah. in. It, yes. it feels awkward. I, I can do it. I just, I'm not, it doesn't come naturally to me. I, yeah. I have to work at it. Yeah. Thanks, John. Yes, you did no real good. <laughs> Thank Shug, you. Sugar, aren't you proud of him? I'm crying. <laughs> come on, because Shug. not only that, he showed right off the bat he was a good listener because he repeated he back did. the question. I know. I'm impressed. Well, I thank just, you. I just want to get all the men in here. I'd love to hear, Tony, what you have to say on this thought. Oh, I used to joke uh, when I was the subject of a taunt or something that you can't hurt my feelings because <laughs> I don't have any. And I think I finally figured out what the deal was there because I've got a hot-tempered, hot-blooded Cuban father, and then I've got a cool Swedish mother, so I feel like my emotions have just been <laughs> neutralized by that. But I think on, you know, on the negative side, um, I don't tend to get too high. I don't tend to get too low. It's like, what kind of behavior do you want to model for others? What kind of Christ-like behavior do you want to model for others? And then what is your intention? What is your end game? And is being overly angry at mm, something yeah. going to get you there? And I just think there's an art form to being angry in the right amount right. at the right person mm -hmm. right. for the right amount of time. Right. So, you know, I think controlling your emotions is very important, but it's also important to show them also and be a little vulnerable. Yeah. Well, and I think both men and women struggle with some of the same mm -hmm. issues. You know, as women, I think we have trouble communicating our emotions to our spouses or significant others also, you know, in an appropriate way. And we need to and learn how I... to share them without sounding like nagging. Mm -hmm. well, 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 also, and George as, got it. <laughs> as, Christian, I, I just, as Christians, you know, you can get the idea, as we're, as we're taught, that ang it's not okay to be angry. Yeah. And it is. It's, mm -hmm. We're given our feelings. God created us that way. And in the Bible, and I don't know where, it says, in your anger, do not sin. So Amen. it's express your anger, but right. do it without yeah. sinning. And Galatians tells us the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, people. So I have to have self-control because I'm on a time limit here. I love you guys. I'm so glad you're here. My name is Sugbury, him for her radio, Women's Hot Topics. This panel is coming back. Hang on because we're getting into even tougher questions for this awesome group of men on Women's Hot Topics. Until next time, hang on. Don't go anywhere.
And for those of us that are getting old, just a reminder, we are on Saturdays, 11 o'clock, him for her radio, Women's Hot Topics. There is no topic we can't handle. <laughs>